Warren ready. Hello, hello, everyone. Hopefully you're having a great day. It is JNA from Your Weight Loss. Hi, Alicia. Hello, friend. Hello. Hello. It is Wednesday for us, but it is a, I think a Thursday for you. I don't know. We're recording a little bit early. Um, We uh, have a few fun things to, that we're actually getting ready for. And it, it allows us to have this conversation with you guys about vacationing and holidays. And, and, you know, I think that when I think of one thing that I can always rely on, like a thought that I can always rely on, that always has my back and that it can always like cut the drama and cut the like anxiety of weight loss, calorie deficit. I know it's not what we're talking about, but man, if you could just focus value, I don't know what it means, how it works. (laughs) Um, You can definitely like almost any thought that you can have about Thanksgiving, Christmas, Halloween, vacationing, it almost like calms it down. It doesn't mean that like you don't have to plan anything or have intentional thoughts around your vacation or Halloween, but it definitely like the anxiety level kind of goes a little bit down here because it's rational. It's like a fact, you know? Oh my God, I need to share something. So you know that I live with the like most rational human ever where at the point you're like, do you have emotions, you know? So we're talking about, I don't know if you listen to my story, maybe, but maybe the, yeah. So we're talking about um, flying because we're going away with the kids. And I said to Jeff, how do you feel about, uh, you know, flying with the kids for such a long distance? Like it's our first time, whatever. And he's like, oh, I feel great. I feel great. I'm like, oh, that's good. And he's like, and if we die, we die. And, he, and I'm like, oh no, 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 oh, no not no. an option. <laughs> and then I'm like, take it back take it back. Say I'm taking it back. He goes, take it back. Just kidding. And I'm like, Oh my God. And he's like, but really when you think about it and I'm like, don't think about like, no, have a little bit of emotion, like have a little bit of emotion that you just killed our whole family, like a little bit of emotion and not just rational that we won't know. Cause we're dead. Okay. I, at least if I die, I want to die with my whole family. That's so So, um, is that selfish? Yes. It's so selfish for all the other humans in your life. No, they can't. No one can live without me. (laughs) Yes. They know what, like some people will miss your kids. Like my mom would kill me. If I killed my whole family with me, she would be very upset with me. This is true. This is true. She, she would be like, at least leave me the children. True. You know what I mean? I do not like where this is going right now. Hmm. Anyway, so just the way he is, I'm like, oh my God. And it is rational. It is rational. Like when you think about like my fear of dying, flying, but the rational response to that is, and if you oh, die, die, like we were dead. So it doesn't matter. And I'm like, I don't like this conversation at all. Promise me you are not killing our whole family. And he's like, I promise. And I'm like, oh my God. Will you do the updates when you text me that you fly, that you landed, please <laughs> add me to that list. Okay. It's basically you and my mom. I'm yeah. alive. We are alive and well. I think my mom's anxiety of us leaving is even higher. She always has high anxiety. And that is like the way she reacts to when we leave sometimes seems like she doesn't want us to leave. And I think she's upset because I'm leaving her the kids. Apparently it's because I, she's afraid I'm going to die. Okay. So you're noticing the same behavior, even yes, that you're even, even you're now that I'm bringing the kids. Yeah. Now she's saying it more out loud, like, please keep them safe. Like bring them back to me. 
it was just too much. I'm like, yes, yeah, like, of course. And it's just so funny. Um, cause when we flew to, um, Florida, like that's like, I can see how like someone's like, okay, like you're just like leaving and flying across the country. Like there are chances, higher chances of something happening. Um, so yeah, she like took my, uh, took Jeff aside and is like, bring her back to me. Like you're bringing Aww. her back to me. <laughs> So Jeff told me that after, and I was like, maybe that's why she was acting weird. She like really wanted to cry when we left. And I'm like, are you crying? Because I'm leaving you the kids for six days. Apparently not thought I was going to die. Um, so she really wants an update on everything all the time. The weather's looking great for you guys though. It is. And you know what? Like she also, um, she wants an update all the time. Wait, was that, what was I thinking? It's the, uh, she, she worries. She also does not like, like flying. Right. So like if she had more knowledge on like, she has her own perception of what it's like. So that's why I'm like, kind of like me. Like I thought we were all going to die, like flying with Jeff. And now I'm like, let's do it. You know? So it's just like perception. Anyways, you guys. Wow. Um, so we're not going to die. Everything's going to be fine. See you later. Uh, but yeah, (laughs) so I'm just uh, really reflecting and how on ground, how grateful I am with all the changes I've made in my life and in the way I see things and food and the knowledge behind calorie deficit for leaving on this vacation. There's the knowledge of calorie deficit, but also the definition of success on the scale. So not seeing, not being afraid of weight gain, not being afraid of weight gain. That's also something I worked really hard on. Um, yes. Yes, yes, yes. And it's funny that you said, let's do a podcast on this. Cause like we're both leaving and it's, it, you know, what's interesting. I hadn't even that thought hadn't even occurred to me until you said that. Yeah. I think you definitely had more of a good relationship with like leaving. Like you, you've always been more like it is what it is, whatever I, like I said this on the last podcast, you guys, I had scarcity mindset around living life. <laughs> so- I think I lived less extreme than you. Yeah. Like I, if you average it out, like I'm eating more calories Monday to Friday, but less than, than you Saturday, Sunday, almost thing. Like, I think like that, like if we looked at the math, I think I was less extreme in that piece or part of my journey. 1 million percent. Absolutely. I had a lot more work to do on that. You definitely, um, created more of that awareness from the, from the get-go. You were very more, um, not as diety as me, I want to say almost, um, I think I just I, had other things. It just like, wasn't that one thing, you know? Yeah. No, oh, absolutely. Um, so let's, let's pretend that we are the humans listening and they feel anxiety around Halloween or giving Thanksgiving weekend or what? Okay. Most of the time it's like, ugh, I'm going to eat so much. Therefore I'm going to gain weight. Right. Like that's the, that's the anxiety part. That's the scarcity part. And the ironic part is you guys are completely stressed about something you were 100% in control of. There is not one situation or location that you do not have access to a calorie deficit, calorie maintenance, calorie surplus. I'm not saying you should go on vacation and be in a calorie deficit. That's not what I'm saying at all. But I'm saying that every single place you go right now, where you are in your home, whatever is in your fridge, in your pantry, you have access to those options. And you obviously have to believe that's possible before you can start to get closer to like actually achieving that, right? It's like weight loss. If you don't believe it's possible, you're never going to do it. And if you don't believe that it's possible to maintain your weight on vacation or just have a small surplus on vacation, you're never going to do it. 
Like I, it took me forever to believe that I could go on vacation and not binge. Like, I just felt like I just didn't believe that that behavior was going to be something that I could ever do. I just actually like, didn't understand people that did that. Like, I literally was like, what is happening? Like, and again, it's like all about how you think and what you believe in. There are things like not even weight loss related. No. Do you remember actually you, you didn't know what the sex of Alfie was, right? No. Before giving birth. Okay. No. Like people like Alicia, no different world. Like I was like, how in the heck can you be pregnant? Do you remember how like intense I was about this? Yeah. You might've been, you were a little upset. I like mad. (laughs) Don't understand these people. I remember saying like, you're crazy. I could never, I would literally pay millions to know what the sex of my baby is. The minute I basically Jeff, Jeff ejaculates in my body. Like, I want to know what sex the baby's going to be. Like I it's insane. You guys, that was my thought process. I did not believe in whatever bullshit they were trying to sell me. Okay. And so I definitely knew that Dia was a girl, made a whole thing about it. And then four years later, time passes, beliefs change, um, values change, what you care about changes, what you believe in changes. Here I am pregnant for nine months. Don't even know if Noah's a boy or a girl could not care less. So like, it's like, sometimes it's like, we realize that it's just really what we perceive things to be and what's important to us. And like, I was like, how do you get ready? How do you know? Like, how do you buy clothes? If you don't know if it's like, wow. Um, So I literally thought that being pregnant without knowing the the sex was like, not going to be a good experience. Just like I thought that going on vacation and not binging would take away from my vacation until I tried to not be miserable all year round (laughs) and realize I didn't have to binge on vacation. That actually, that was that was a behavior um, kind of countering what I used to do all year round. And, and then you go that cycle, right? You go on vacation, you gain 13 pounds, then you come home, you restrict, restrict, restrict. And like I was saying, guys, you have to believe it's possible. So step one is to first of all, accept that you're in control, that you are the boss of what you put in your body. The next phase though, is for you to challenge your belief that if I'm not over consuming it every meal, I'm not going to enjoy it. Like that's the next phase. You have to be like, actually, maybe I will enjoy not feeling stuffed all the time. And then when you give yourself the opportunity to experience vacation without feeling stuffed all the time, you're going to realize, wow, I actually really enjoy this. I don't feel deprived. I don't feel like I'm missing out. I still feel like I'm enjoying my vacation Mm. without feeling stuffed. Like literally you work so hard to lose all this weight for your vacation. Two days in, you've like gained it all back and you feel like shit because you ate so much much, in two days. yeah. Yeah. So you have to like, there's phases of it. Yeah. Believe it's possible. Challenge your thought that you're not going to enjoy it. Experience it experience it. What's the worst thing that can happen is you change your behavior a tiny bit compared to your last vacation. And then you literally, it's one thing to like watch someone else do it. It's a whole different story for you to do it yourself. You can watch Jose and I on vacation all day, Mm. but when you experience it in your own life, that's when you're really going to have knowing about what it feels like to go on vacation and I don't want to say be reasonable because that definition is different for everyone, but you guys know what I mean. 
Yes, I think that, um, yeah, you can watch us all day have the, you know, have the proper, proper language around food and like how we speak about our bodies. But if you don't do anything on your end to, to work on that mindset and to work on those beliefs, like nothing's going to happen. Like you can just watch someone else do that and be like, ah, that'll never be me. You know, like when people watched us eat Tim Hortons and like, I would die. I mean, you probably wouldn't die. You know what I mean? Diabetes. Um, diab- yeah. People thought we were going to get diabetes. Oh my God. Okay. I wrote down, I think that there's also a lot of anxiety. So um, let's say you go on a cruise or Punta Cano, whatever, and it's a buffet and here we go. Um, often we're like, it's the type of food I'm going to eat, right? It's so bad. It's so unhealthy. It's that buffet. Okay. Well, first of all, you're labeling food right now. And I think that a big part of anxiety around weight gain is people don't recognize how much they label food. Like, oh, I'm afraid of Thanksgiving because I'll be eating turkey and potatoes and pie. And I'm like, what's wrong with turkey, potatoes and pie? Why, why are we talking this way? You know, are you saying like, oh, I'm going to gain weight because I'm going to eat eggs for breakfast. No one talks about the eggs in the morning, but we're worried about the turkey and the pie you know, because we're still talking about food in that sense. So I think a big part of um, creating less anxiety around whatever you have anxiety around is literally um, changing your relationship with food clearly. And the only way you change your relationship with food is changing your language about food. Like be, stop being scared about pie. It's just pie. Stop being scared about donuts. We ate 67 and lost weight. So like, I'm not afraid of donuts though. They don't do anything bad to my body though. And, and I think what happens to mentally is when we're looking at the food that is available to us on our cruise or in Punta Cana, um, (laughs) then we're like, oh, that's bad food. So it's almost like we go to the mine as well mindset. Well, I'm eating bacon, mine as well eat 17 pieces, but it's like, actually, no, there's actually a large difference between three pieces and 17. And again, you look at these people. These people who have a healthy relationship with food that don't struggle, that don't do that yo-yo, yo-yo-y thing. You're watching them eat bacon, not even in Punta Cana, in their own kitchen. <laughs> How are they able to do that is because they don't eat 17 pieces when they eat bacon. I used to believe that I can only eat bacon when I'm on vacation. So I definitely did that. I definitely did that, live that life of like, you only eat bacon on a cruise. Imagine the bacon I would eat on Prince say free. <laughs> I actually, in a whole nother life, you could be one of those people that does like an eating con- competition, eating contest. 100%. Absolutely. Um, I just wrote down in my notes of things. What's Might happening well- with your notes over there? A lot of organizing. <laughs> Might as well mindset. Love that. That's 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 definitely worth a live in your whatever or even a solo podcast. Um, just something. Might as well mindset is a thing, and it actually is uh, a mindset that does not allow, does not conducive to your goals. Like it, it definitely is repelling. It's repellent to your goals. I, I think a lot of people can relate to that mine as well mindset. Ugh, mine as well mindset. Did you write that, that down sexy? somewhere? Let's make I it just a podcast wrote it down. together. Let's make it a podcast together because that was good. Might as well mindset because it's a thing. It's a big thing. So many examples. So many. You know? Yeah. Like I, you know, I broke my foot. Might as well eat all the things. Not might Crazy. as well. Not might as well. Ate one cookie. Might as well eat the box. Not Crazy. might as well. 
Um, so guys, if you're, if you've been listening to this and you're like, Oh, I can really relate. Like I, I do fear vacation. I dread vacation. I do not feel like it's possible for me. Um, you know, and you're acknowledging those thoughts, I guess, like, I want to kind of guide you going forward. Like when I think about going away and what I just literally think now, who do I want to be on this vacation today? Yeah. Like, cause who I want to be on vacation yesterday might be different than who I am on vacation today. Like, who do I want? What does vacation Alicia look like today? Today Mm. she moves her body. She prioritizes water. She Mm eats everything she wants, but in a moderate portion, she drinks 14 cocktails. Yes. That is who Alicia on vacation is. That is Alicia on vacation. That is someone that I can wake up the next day and feel great that I lived my best vacation life. Yeah. And I think that, okay. So it stems from having a better relationship with food than how you speak around. So speak around food comes from having a better relationship with food. And I think you cannot have a good relationship with food. If you don't understand calorie deficit. One hundred percent like I Jose vacation Jose eats ice cream for lunch like you know what I mean like because there's I have access to it and that's and lots of bacon and then but no bread because she doesn't want bread but I like nowhere like you know not because I can't have bread not because bread is bad I just like am smart because I know all the things so I'm not like eating bacon might as well eat a loaf of bread no not might as well you know, so I, for me, it's really just like, okay, I have all the knowledge in the world. I have access to whatever I want. What do I want to eat? Not might as well eat. What do I want to eat? That was good. Okay. So I think everything, there is such a thing as weight loss anxiety, which we've done a podcast on. There is such a thing as weight loss anxiety. And we need to understand that that anxiety stems from the shit we are telling ourselves and the things we believe. So like, basically I could be anxious about flying tomorrow with the kids. And I am, I do have like that emotion comes up and it's like, then I rationally react to it by saying, I only have access. This is what I have control over. This is how it usually goes. This is what will most likely happen. You know what I mean? And if this happens, oh, I have this emotion. What if Noah's annoying? Jeff says, you tell him to shut the fuck up. Well, I laughed. I'm like, you can't just tell him that. Like, he's not, what if he's annoying? What if he's like, Ugh. he's like in this phase of like, I don't know what to like do with him. Like when he's annoying. So I just like ignore him, but he like loves me so much. Like today I had to like rip him from my arms to go to daycare, go. Like the teacher had to like take him away from me. Wow. It doesn't happen a lot, but he, it sometimes happens. You are pretty like, awesome. So I like pushed him and the worst part didn't even feel bad. I was like, bye. This is your job today. My job is to do something else. Whew. Something. Uh, I've been with you since 6 a.m. 6.00. He walks in. Hi, I'd like to go play with my cars downstairs. And I'm like, go. Because he just woke me up. Go. And then he's like, do you want to come turn on the light? I'm like, you can't do that yourself. Like. I am going to just be the best mom when everyone can just do their thing. Know what I mean? Let's just all do our thing. Let's like laugh. Let's like be sarcastic together. You know what I mean? Gotcha. I don't need, okay. This is the thing. It's like, I don't need, I think moms, I thought of this. I thought of this, everyone. Tell me if you agree. I think that some women, some people, some humans love to feel wanted. I am not like that. I do not need that. I do not need you. I don't need Jeff to be like, you're amazing. And I need you. And I don't need that. So I think it's what, and that's just like who I am. It's not like, you know, so 
we all have our different personalities. We are, we all are who we are, right? And I've never needed to feel needed. I don't need my friends to make me feel like I'm needed. You know what I mean? I'm like, if you don't need me, I'll, it's fine. I'm fine by myself. You know what I mean? So like, that's why I think it's like difficult this age. Cause I'm not, Dia is so independent now. Noah's more needy. And I'm like, what, what is this? Like, do your thing, you know? So I think that's maybe why I'm better at that. Like sometimes like some teenage moms are like, oh, they don't like want me anymore and whatever. I'm like, oh my God, that's the dream. The dream. No one needs me. The dream. And we'll when they see, we'll see how we feel when they're teenagers and they don't need us or want us. Yeah. Dia's always like, um, I feel like I'll be the, like, oh my gosh, she's the cutest. Okay. So this morning, no, I was being so annoying and just like, mama, mama. So I like hid in her bed. I just like went in her bed and I'm like, if he comes here, tell him I'm not here. And she's like, oh, mama, oh, bah, oh, bah. she's like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go see him. I'm going to like get him to stop bothering you. So I'm like staying in her bed. I'm like hiding from him. And she goes downstairs and she offers like all the things like she loves to be needed. Oh my God. I just, she loves it. Dia, do you want to help? Oh, she's like, oh yes, someone needs me. I'm going to provide services. Whereas I'm like, ugh, you know what I mean? So she offered to like, put the TV for him. Did you want to eat breakfast? Let's let mama, I heard her. On va laisser mama aller se préparer. Y avait-tu quelque chose que tu voulais Like, and I told Jeff, thank God we have her, huh? <laughs> wow. Like oh, if he's he, rocking if, it. He's rocking it. If he like is hard, like not, sometimes he's not nice to Jeff. He'll be like, because Jeff is more, I'm more patient for sure. Um, even if, if when I'm like, oh my God, he drives me insane. He like, doesn't know. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. But in my heart, I'm like, oh my God. So anyway, so um, he often like, uh, would be like, Papa, that. like him and, and, and Noah, whatever. And sometimes he'll say something like, uh, oh, je t'aime pas. And then Jeff's like, oh, and then they have like a uh, moment. And then Dia's like, to the rescue. Though. Like, Oh, on dit pas ça, papa. Okay. Viens, viens, on va aller donner un bec. Viens, regarde, papa est très. She like really tries to, she is like my mom. She likes to, let's just make sure everyone's happy. You know what I mean? It's just hilarious how she is. Anyways, thank God. She brings that uh, love portion to the family, but she still needs to be needed. So she like loves when I walk in and I like go into her bed. You know? Oh, mama. Oh, she like scratches my arm. Like, you know what I mean? She's like, oh, yeah. She's like a mom. Uh, she's like my mom. <laughs> It's the, it's to the age difference too, right? There's such a big age difference that she yeah. like, it's, it's just a whole different experience. I would have loved to have given my girls a sibling, um, a younger sibling, they could a younger have, yeah. sibling. It yeah, would have been yeah. cool to see, but it's, it's over. People got snipped. <laughs> Everyone it's done. And I have three. Yes. So Dia's friend, Jad, her mom's pregnant and they have eight years apart. Huh? They'll be eight years apart. So, but she had her at 21. So she's still young. She's not even 30 though. Oh my and God. I know. So, um, they are excited. Yo. Like Dia's Aww. like, Oh my God, I'll be able to go there. So her other friends pregnant and it was her baby shower. So I was coming to get Dia because they were getting for the baby shower. Dia thought it was the mom's baby shower. And she's like, I don't know why I wasn't invited to the baby shower. She's like, I thought, I, and I'm like, oh my God, it's a baby shower. Jose, it's a baby shower. It's a friend. She's, and then Jose heard her say that, like, uh, she's, it's her baby shower today. And Jose, well, it's not my baby shower. If it was my baby shower, you'd be coming and your mom would be coming. Oh. 
So, so cute. Um, yeah, we went to Rossi and she like saw a little outfit. She's like, when we know the six of the baby, we'll be able to buy all the things, whatever. And I'm like, yeah. And then they're not finding out. So I'm like, we'll have to wait. Now I understand why people do it. You got to have motivation to push that baby out of the vagine. Yeah. When Jeff said, we have a boy or it's yeah. a, you have a little son. And I was like, oh. yeah, that's yeah, a special, special moment. It's a special moment. Yeah. I know. Okay. Well, we just like, again, see full circle. What, what did we even talk about? Holidays. Okay. Bye guys. Have a great day. And, uh, we're going to, uh, Trakadi. So don't forget to, uh, buy your tickets. If you're from that area, uh, we love you. We appreciate you. Check out our link tree so you can check out what we're all, what we're about and what we're doing. Okay. Bye.